Well, welcome to 2021 uh, Business Planning Clinic. I am Brendan Bartik with Brendan Bartik Real Estate Coaching, where our mission is to train the most elite real estate agents and coaches on earth. Today, I am accompanied by my partner in crime and the very talented Anna McKeel. Uh, Anna, can you please give a rundown today of how this is going to be the best experience possible for all of our wonderful guests? Yeah, absolutely. So welcome, everyone. Um, I'm so glad you were able to make it. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting with Brendan. Uh, welcome to the virtual business planning uh, workshop that's going to really set you up for success in 2021. Um, so throughout this presentation, if you have any questions, any ahas, any comments, go ahead and drop those below, or you can email us at info at brendanbardic.com, and we're happy to help you in your journey uh, to massive success. This training along with 75 other uh, agent trainings and video tutorials are, are available on our official YouTube page, Brendan Bardic Real Estate Coaching. All of these are on demand 24 hours a day. Um, and so if you like what you see today, it would mean the world to us to subscribe to our YouTube channel and be notified every time we drop a new video, a new agent training. And I'll be here every step of the way. So if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Excellent. Thank you so much. So to make this as powerful a process as possible, a lot of P's in there, uh, we provided a handout, which I believe is also in the chat box. Now, if you were able to print that out, that's fantastic. It makes this experience, yes, Orlando's got it. Very good. It makes this experience that much better. Christine in the house, thank you. Um, if you don't, though, it's okay. We can still work around that. Uh, you know, again, I know our home printers are running out of ink on the regular, so don't worry about it. If you don't have the printout, we'll be able to function without it. So we have two hours to plan out your entire 2021. All right, that's not a lot of time, but it is the perfect amount of time if we focus and if we're very, very specific on our intention of what we want to accomplish. And what we want to accomplish is by the end of this session that you have a clear understanding of exactly what you need to do every single day and almost every single hour in 2021 to get exactly what you want. Now, I've done tons of business planning clinics. I've used this same process for myself. Uh, if you don't know me or if this is your first time joining, you, or joining us, I am Brendan Bardick. Now, I've been a, a real estate assistant. I've been on a team as a buyer's agent. I then started my own uh, real estate team. I then went on to buy a real estate brokerage, one of the greatest real estate brokerages in Colorado, uh, have a um, coaching company. Our team sells you know, you know, about $100 million of real estate each and every year. And when I was an individual agent, I was selling over 100 homes a year myself, year in and year out, using this exact uh, plan. So that doesn't mean that your plan might want to be to sell 100 homes. Your plan might be to sell five homes and work 10 hours a week. That's fantastic. We're going to figure all of that out today. There is no one size fits all for everybody. This is a customized plan to keep you laser focused to make sure you get exactly what you want. So before I start, I always like to just jump in a little bit and get a feel for uh, the audience. And when we're talking about what we want to accomplish in 2021, 
I'm going to, and don't get scared, call on some of you. Uh, so remember, the mute button is in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. I know everyone's surprised by this every time we go into this process. It's there. You know where it's at. Um, so I'm going to ask you one question, right? If 2021 was fantastic, what's the one thing you would like to accomplish in 2021? So let's start out with my celebrity squares. So Anthony, why don't, why don't you tell me one thing if 2021 was perfect for you, what would you like to accomplish? Um, I would be 100% debt free. 100% debt free. That is a fantastic one and definitely doable with the kind of money that Anthony is going to be making in 2021. So that is fantastic. Uh, let's go with uh, Katie. Katie, you're, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. I would like to put at least 30000 in my savings account. That's my goal. 30 G's in the bank. That's 2021. That's what we're going to be knocking out. I love it. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, James, looking sharp. Uh, James Button, sir, what is one thing you would like to do in 2021 to make it an absolute success? I want my company to have $100,000 in profit. Oh, I love the P word. Profit, profit, profit. $100,000 in profit. Not GCI, not revenue in profit. That is fantastic. So excellent. So we are, so if you didn't get called on, think about what is that one thing. We're going to dial into it today. If you're like, hey, I'm not even quite sure, then we're also going to figure that out for you. So, though, so we're going to start this journey together. Let me jump into our first slide. And that's going to be what we're covering and why. So today we're going to be covering your swag, your seriously wild, audacious goal, which is what you want out of this world over the next 10 years. Then we're going to break it down to three years. Then we're going to break it down to one year. Then we're going to break it down to one quarter. Then we're going to break it down to one day. All right. So a lot of you just wanted to throw up when I said that because you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrifying. But most of you on here spent more time planning what you were going to do on this, this Christmas vacation than you will spend doing this entire process. And that's what I want to help change for so many people is this is the most important. We can't get to where we're going if we don't have a map. And today we're going to give you a very specific map. So let's jump in to the mountain that we want to get to, okay? So when we're talking about swag, our seriously wild, audacious goal, right? When we're looking at our swag, what we're wanting to accomplish is if everything was amazing in 10 years, what does that look like? Okay. What does that look like for your business in 10 years? Now, you might be going, 10 years, I don't know what I'm doing 10 minutes from now. I don't know what this is. Think about it for just a second. You woke up in 10 years and your career in your business is everything you wanted it to be. Give me that one sentence. If I saw you on the elevator in 10 years and I was like, hey, what's up, Tom? How's it going? You know, hey, how are you doing, buddy? And, and I was like, man, how's business? And you were to go, let me tell you, Brendan, it's bop, 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 bop. What is that statement? Is it, I crushed 40 home sales and 
39 were from my uh, center of influence? Is it I'm number one in my office? Is it I'm number one in Colorado, if that matters to you? Is it I work four months out of the year and travel the rest of the time and still net profit $100,000 each and every year? Is it I'm highly leveraged with my team and I'm not even in sales anymore and my team is just making money because I've learned all of the things I needed to do to be highly leveraged and build the team? Am I an owner in my brokerage or do I own my own brokerage at this point if that's what you're, you're wanting to do? Am I highly leveraged with my affiliated partners and I'm making money from title? I'm making money from mortgage. I'm making money from property management. I can see the wheels turning, right? This is a scary, scary thought process because this is what matters the most. And until we dial this in, I can teach you how to sell real estate, expireds, for sell objections and all of this. But if you don't have that big why that's going to get you out of bed when that alarm rings at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock, 5.30, whatever it is for you, those, those that sleep in until 5.30, right? If you're sleeping until 5.30, what's going to get you out of bed when that alarm goes off? Because you're so freaking excited when you get to the top of Everest that you can't sleep. You don't even want to go to sleep because you don't have enough time to finish all the things you want to do because that 10-year goal is so amazing that you can taste it. You can sense it, okay? Now, if you're going, I still don't know. I still don't know. Then what I always say in, the, in this process, write down your dream list. It doesn't have to be one thing. Just start writing down. It's like, dear Santa, I would like to be better looking. Dear Santa, I would like, you know, whatever it is that you're writing. I, hey, with a lot of money, you can fix anything. So, so some of you are in luck. Um, we can fix a lot of things with money. All right. So just kidding. You guys, you're all beautiful. You're all beautiful. Um, so what is that, that, that dream list? Right. So who would be very honest with me and like to share theirs? I love it. I love it. Orlando. Let's go with Orlando. Yeah. Um, I'd like to be a top producer with a very strong team. Uh, multiple streams of income and paid off homes and rental properties. I love it, Orlando. Give him a hand. That is a fantastic tenure, right? Now, today, what I'm going to go through and I'm going to I'm going to really dial this in is we're going to use the SMART acronym. Okay, SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Whenever we set an intention or a goal for the rest of your life, you will hopefully use this acronym. Anytime we set an intention, it needs to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Okay? So what Orlando just said is what so many of us do is we put out an intention, but if he took that acronym and laid it on top of that, how would he change that statement? So let's go back to his first, I want to have a top producing team. Is that very specific? Okay. So all we would tweak in that is I want to have the number one team in gross commission income in the state of Colorado. That's a specific, very specific goal. If that's what he wants. 
could be in Denver, it could be in Detroit, it could be in his office, it could be what have you, all right? Now, I wanna own rental properties. As we go in today, every interview I do, and I interview thousands of people, you know, all of these things, and, and, and you know, when I'm talking to people about what would you like to accomplish, everybody goes, I wanna own some investment properties. You don't wanna own investment properties you want to make money from what the investment properties do for you, okay? What you want is passive income. So to tweak that next layer of his goal, I want to own six investment properties that are producing X amount of cash flow every year in 10 years or 10 properties or 20, one property a year in 10 years. Can you own rental properties and they suck and kill you? Yes, I sell them all the time, right? We sell them all the time. People are like, I can't stand it. My renters, oh my, uh, you, oh, you don't understand, Brendan, all right? So think about that SMART acronym. Let's really be clear on what we're gonna be doing today. Anthony, would you mind sharing yours? Now he's like, great, I have to say it after him saying all that. <laughs> I want to, I want my... Uh, totality of business and businesses to be netting me and my family $2.5 million 10 years from now. I love that it. Includes I love a real estate team, my personal production, um, investment properties, uh, investments in, a, in title companies. Um, yeah. I love it. Thank you. Give him a hand. It's, it's not easy sharing your, your vision. But we know the more people that know it, the more likely it's going to happen. And we know if it's visual and written down, it's 10 times, or no, I'm sorry, Anna, 33 times more likely to accomplish it, all right? Now, he still has some work to do because he needs to still overlay that SMART acronym on it to fix all of those other pieces, but he knows the net number that he wants to accomplish in 10 years. Now, we just got to figure out the rest of those pieces, all right? So, excellent, excellent. Let's jump back in here and we're going to figure that out in just a second. My cool slides here. All right. So you've written or written, you've now identified your swag, your seriously wild audacious goal. Okay. So that's your tenure, right? Now, what we're going to be looking at is if everything was awesome. And I love this, right? And again, if you hear the Lego song play, everything was awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. If you don't know that song, I think about it all the time, right? If everything was awesome in three years, everything was awesome in three years in these specific categories. So if you don't have the workbook and you don't have this beautiful page that we made for you, on a piece of paper, please write a giant plus symbol or a cross or whatever you call it. Just make it look like the screen if you do not have the workbook. Okay. Now, in the upper left-hand corner, I want you to write the word career. In the upper right-hand corner, the word wealth, the lower left, health, and then in the lower right, self-development. So if everything was awesome, in a three-year time period, and we're sitting here and we're toasting your favorite beverage, and we're sitting there and we're going, Brendan, you know what? I nailed it. What does your career look like? And when I say career, 
This means your actual business, your job, what you're doing on a daily basis. Okay? Now, you should have three to five bullet points for each one of these sections. So your career could be, I have a successful business and I'm selling 30 plus homes a year and I really enjoy teaching and coaching. I'm teaching at least one class a month and um, I have two agents that are, that are buyer agents on my team that are helping me do this or that, or I've got an executive assistant in myself that I'm training and helping that person get their goals and get everything they want. Okay. Then in the next column, you have wealth. So when we use that word wealth, what we're looking for here is what does your money look like, right? What's your net worth in three years? We hear a lot of times pay off school debt, pay off debt, own multiple investment properties. The number I want you to fall in love with, especially from here on out moving forward is what do I make in passive income every month? And what number do I need to make in passive income every month to live the lifestyle that I want and never have to work again unless it's by choice? Think about that number. What is that number that you would need to have to work only by choice, covering all your expenses, covering all your weird fetishes, covering all the travel you want to do, in first class because coaches for peasants and we know that right right what is that number that covers all of those things then in the lower left health in three years have you ran a marathon have you become a certified yoga instructor have you dropped 30 pounds or gained 10 pounds in muscle have you won a UFC championship fight? Just kidding. There we go. I know Orlando's up there. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, have you landed your first 360 snowboarding or skiing? Or your, or your first backflip? Or your first front flip? Right, Tom? <laughs> okay. What does your health look like? Now, this could also mean your mental health. How many books have you read? Well, we're going to get into self-development. That kind of goes into both categories, but I'll, I'll explain here in a second. All right. Cool. Now, self-development. This is the one that everybody usually passes by and doesn't realize is the biggest one that'll get you what you want. So self-development. How many books am I reading a year? How many seminars am I attending? All of you are accomplishing it right now. Right now, 44 of you chose to actually take your business serious and your future serious and take two hours out of your day and stop shopping on Amazon last minute for all your presents, even though you're thinking about it right now. You're like, oh my gosh, Uncle Joe, I totally screwed up and forgot him, right? I woke up this morning in a panic. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm missing these four people and I'm screwed. I'm running out of time. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. This is more important, all right? Now, self-development. Looking at seminars, weeks off for time of learning, uh, books that we're reading, okay? Coaching programs that you're going to be involved in. Who are the people you're around? 
Your network is your net worth. Who do you have around you and do you need new people? I did. I'll be the first to tell you. I had a bad network for a long time and it was killing me. Cool? So everybody's got it? All right. So we'll do a fun thing here. So let's go with uh, Heidi. Heidi, give me one, if you wouldn't mind or be so kind, for career. That's the one square that I have nothing in right now <laughs> because I did it before and uh, and it was too specific in, okay. in three years. It was to build a travel, or it was too vague. It was to build a travel retirement plan, take stress off my husband. It, it didn't fit. So I needed to reevaluate. I love it. All right. So she's it's still working on it. So you have you have an hour and 40 minutes to figure it out. Just kidding. You can definitely work on this afterwards. Uh, let's go with uh, Tyler. Can you give me one for career, buddy? Yeah. Uh, within three years, if everything is awesome, I'd like to be selling uh, 25 homes between myself and a team working less than 40 hours a week. Boom. That is beautiful. Well done. And I know Tyler's one of the most motivated people on the planet, so he will make that happen for sure. Excellent. Somebody give me one for career, or excuse me, uh, for health. Let's go down a notch here. So health. So let's go with, um, let's go Michael Hudson. What are you going to do for your health? Plan monthly activities, focus on activity for, and team building. Okay, for your health. So say that again. Yeah, so like physical activities focused on team building. So getting pages together from around here or just in the network um, and just to focus on being active. Okay. Maybe go on a hike, do something like that and just try and set up something for monthly. All right. So, so Michael, just try, let's try to make it specific. Everything from your life from now on, that SMART acronym. Mm -hmm. Okay, excellent. But still very good. All right, give me one for self-development and let's go with um, Clint. Clint's a, a guy that I know loves self-development. What are you gonna do for your self-development, Clint? <laughs> As of recently, Brendan, <laughs> um, I would like to be uh, reading one book a month. That's a good goal for myself. That is a fantastic, that's a game changer too for most people. And as long as it's not a romantic novel, you'll probably be okay. <laughs> so so that's, that's awesome. That is fantastic. So. Uh, so looking at that, right. And then we're going to finish one more with wealth. And this is the one that everybody writes real quick. They're like, I want this money, 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 this money. Yeah. That's the easy one. Okay. So, but let's get, let's pick for wealth. Let's go with uh, Tom, Tom, what would you do for, what do you want in three years for your wealth? So jumping back into that passive income, it is 25,000 per month in passive income through Ooh. investments. I love it. That is fantastic. Yeah. I always start thinking about when I talk to people, Tom, is what's their number? And is my network people that I'm around, is their number higher than mine? Because if their number's higher than mine, then I'm in the right group. If I'm around people who's that number, that, that net monthly number is way lower than mine, I got to get around different people, right? So when you're looking at 25K a month, right? Some people are going, boy, that is, that is great. Some people's numbers 50, some people's numbers 100. It should never be any less than 15. It should really never be any less than 25, to be honest with you, right? If you want to live a great life, okay? 
You can do anything on this planet in three to five years. You can become an entirely different human being in three to five years with the right plan. All right. So excellent. So great job. Hopefully everybody's got that. You can always get this one after and, and make sure you finish it off. And this should stay as a visual. This doesn't go away. What I like to do is I take a picture of it with my phone and make it my screensaver. So I see it every time I turn on my phone, right? What we think about the most, and I know, oh my gosh, you'd have to get rid of your puppy picture or you and your girlfriends doing cake stands. I get it. That's cute. But maybe your 10-year future goal or three-year goal is more important. I'm just saying. Unless your three-year goal is to own 100 dogs, which is also possible. Then you, you can have a picture of a dog on there, right? You have, to, you have to fall in love with this process, okay? Fall in love with it. All right, now we're going to go to our one year and what I call your big why. So now we're going to strip it back to just one year. So if, as I said at the beginning of this, if we accomplished one thing in 2021 and we were laser focused, and that's the only thing that we knew that as long as I have this one thing and I get this right, everything else in my next couple of years will fall into place. What would that have to be? Okay, what does that have to be? Now, for some of us, that might be number of homes sold. For some of us, that might be um, amount of training we need to go to, right? I need to, to, to make sure that I, for some of us, you might not even be licensed yet that I know are on here. So, so I got to get my real estate license. Some of you, it's hiring my first executive assistant, because once I get that first piece of leverage, everything in my life changes. What's the one thing? Maybe it's be the top 10 in my office. Maybe it's be top five, top three. Maybe it's be the top in my board of realtors, top 20. I used to have a list on my wall. And when I started out at Coldwell Banker years and years ago, I was, I was out of the entire board of realtors. I was 19,262 on that list. Now I'm number five. And that's just because a bunch of people have builder contracts. Just kidding. I'm not complaining. It's all bulls. It's all bull though. No, just joking. Right? Yeah. Great job, DR Horton. Cool. Good for you. No, I'm not bitter about it, but that's the truth. But that's what got me going. Imagine breaking into the top 100. These are those little things. Does it matter? Does it matter to me if I sleep at night, if I'm not number whatever? but it means that I'm one of the best in my field. And I think all of us, I coach and talk to so many people that go, Brendan, I want to be the best in my field. I want to be known as an expert. I want to be that person when somebody looks at me in the office, they're like, she's got it. He's got it. That's the guy that I can always ask that question because I know he knows. I know she's on it. All right. So make sure you're clear on that. All right. Ooh, shameless plug. YouTube, join us on our YouTube channel. Anna, tell them why it's so important. 
Well, it's the only thing that Brendan and I really want for Christmas is for you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this session, there's over 75 free on-demand videos, agent trainings, tutorials. Don't miss out. Uh, so go ahead. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and add the uh, link to the chat box. So go ahead and click it, subscribe today, and you would make us very happy uh, as we continue to try and reach our goal of 1,000 subscribers. Beautifully said. All right. So now let's get into some numbers. Now we've got a big, a big vision. What you just did is you established your vision, right? Your vision. And that's so important in our business. Now we need to make some money to support that vision and make sure that we completely understand this. So this is the most easiest way that I have developed and Anna and our entire team have worked on tirelessly to make sure that you understand your numbers crystal clear and some of you, as soon as I said numbers, you were like, oh my gosh, and I don't want to talk about numbers. But as a business person and as an entrepreneur, which you are, you have to know your numbers and you have to know them immediately. I was talking to a very high producing agent the other day and I go, how many homes did you close this year? And she was like, um, yeah, I don't even know. She's like, that's a really, you know what? I, I got to go look. If you don't know how many homes you're selling, or you don't know what your goal is for how much you're wanting to sell or what your GCI is, then how can you be on track? That would be like me setting the goal to say, look, I'm going to make um, a plan a trip down to uh, Austin, Texas, and I'm not going to have a map of telling me how to get there. I'm going to hop in the car and just pretty much try to figure it out and see if I end up there. That's not, that's not the most efficient way of doing this. And that's where we lose so much time. So, we're going to work out some numbers. So on your worksheet here, if you don't have the worksheet and you're going to do this, just write down my GCI goal is, and then put in your uh, the number. So for 2021, GCI stands for gross commission income, meaning how much you make in total revenue for 2021. So write that number in. The next number you have to have to be able to do this efficiently is what is your average sales price? Now, if you don't know and you're going, hey, I've sold one house and it was for $900,000, your average sales price isn't $900,000. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, right? But if you sold 12 homes last year and out of all of those homes, you took the prices of all 12, added them all up and divided them by 12, that would be your average sales price. If you don't have that or have no clue and you're in your local area, figure out what the average sales price for your local area is. In our uh, office, it's $500,000 is the average sales price. Just a nice, easy number. It's like 497 point whatever. But it changes, of course, but 500 just makes it easier. If you're in an area that um, average sales price is 250, you know, because it's just a different type of area, have 250. If you're in an area where you're selling all luxury and your average sales price is a million, like you're up in Vail or Aspen or San Francisco or New York City, your average sales price could be 1.5 million. And we all hate you, just so you know. Okay. All right. So cool. So now my gross revenue is blank per closed transaction. How much do you make on average per closed transaction? So if your average sales price is 500,000 and your average commission is 3%, you make 15,000 per closed transaction. Okay. 
for all those that are like, man, I just really want to make, I'm just going to follow this, this plan. This is the easiest thing. You're just like, cool. I don't have to do any math. But for the rest of you, you, you hopefully have your calculator out and you're calculating these things, right? It could be 12, 5, 7,500, 25,000, just depends, right? Now, what we need to do with this number is we're going to immediately, and don't start crying, we're going to rip out 50% for taxes and expenses. Right? So 50% is gone right out of the gate to Uncle Sam and all the money you're going to invest in your business to have it continue to grow and to leverage and to pay things and to create great marketing and have a TV commercial and a billboard and a bus bench and 15 assistants and a makeup artist and a tattoo artist. All of these things you're going to have. We just make it easy of saying 25% is going to go to taxes. 25, and we know that's that's low for some of you, depending on what your income is, but that's about, you know, some might be the average. And then 25% on average for expenses. So your gross revenue now is 7,500. You just went from 15,000 to 7,500. All right. So now my net revenue per closed transaction is 7,500. We're going to take that number and I need to figure out how many deals I need to close per year to make the net revenue that I want to make. In this case, if I want to make $500,000, I need to close 67 transactions to make that number a reality. Okay. So I'm going to pause here just for a second because when we do this event live, this we get some confusion here. So does everybody know that number up until this point? And if you don't, 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 yeah, don't worry about it. Let us know so we can help you. This is the place, this is a safe spot, skate spot for any questions, right? We make fun of you after this event, not during it, just so you know, okay? All right, all right, so hopefully you got it or you're just lying to yourself. If you're lying to yourself, call us afterwards and we'll definitely help you through it. it, it we, we wanna make sure you get this because it's very important, all right? Now, the next thing we need to know is that when 60% of my deals come from listings, which is the right amount that you need to have coming from listings, I need to sell how many listings or I need blank amount of listings sold per year. So we're going to take the total amount of closed deals that you need. In this case, it was 67 for our example. And we're going to take our calculator and times it times 0 0.0 or excuse me, times 0.6. Okay. And when we do that, that's going to tell us this beautiful number, 40. I need to sell 40 listings in 2021 to hit my goal. Okay. Now, when 40% of my deals come from buyers, I need to have 27 because I'm going to take my total number of deals and multiply it times 0.4. Okay. Hey, Brendan. Yes, ma'am. Can you um, explain why 60-40? Why not 50-50? Why the 60-40 percentage split? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Yeah, because most people are like, why not just do 100% listings, Brendan? You're always telling me to do listings. Why not 100% listings? Well, because of two things. As you start to do a lot of listings, you're going to produce a ton of buyers. Every listing you have, you should be producing 2.6, right? Two buyers and a midget. 2.6 buyers for every one listing that you have. 
Thanks, Katie. Glad you got that. Right. That's I've been saving that one all week. Um, so, so two buyers and a midget is, and I'm, I'm not, I don't know if that's the right word, a little person. I'm sorry if that's offensive. I don't know the right language and I'm just, again, sorry if that's not the right language, but 2.7 for every listing we sell. Okay. So at 60% list, and when you're at 60% listing, you're going to have buyers, whether you're going to sell them or not, or have somebody on your team sell them, you're, you're going to have to do something with them because you don't want to give them out to anybody else. So if you were 90% listings and only 10% buyers, what if I was coaching you, I would say, you have no idea how to leverage your listings to produce buyer sales because you're not doing your, your, your marketing plan, which we teach in our other courses in our complete listing system on all the ways to leverage every listing you have to produce 2.6 buyers, okay? 60, 40 is that sweet number. What the number that you wanna stay away from is when you're 80, 20 buyers, 80% buyers, 20% listings, that is a very tough life. You are not leveraged, you have no time, you're putting in complete multiple offers, you are a slave to this business and to those buyers. So the first goal is get listings to 60-40. Second goal is then to get you out of the business and have that business running without you doing it. And then the next goal is to do whatever else you want and do your finally your, your, your hobby of, you know, you know, whatever it is, underwater basket weaving and make that your life. Okay. But that's what you're trying to head towards. Cool. All right. More math. We're almost done. I know. All you high eyes, you're like, just come on. Can we talk about happy hour? I'm tired of the numbers, but we got to work through this, okay? All right, to count for 20% fallout, and this is where I lose everybody. 20% fallout, the national fallout average for listings, I need how many listing agreements signed to make sure I hit my number. So you're going to take the, li the listings you need to close and multiply that times 0.8 or excuse me, divide it, I apologize. That's what that slash stands for. You're gonna divide it by 0.8. So you're gonna take the total number of listings you needed, divided by 0.8, and that's gonna tell you how many agreements you need to have signed. All right? Now, here's the other real eye-opener on why you don't wanna work with too many buyers. To account for 30% fallout, the national uh, fallout average for buyers, I need X amount of buyers signed to figure that out. I need my buyer sold. So how many buyers am I going to sell divided by 0.7? And that's going to give you your number. And that number is 39. But Brendan, I never have anybody back out. Well, great. You're a unicorn. And number one, you're a unicorn. Number two, you're not doing enough business. So yes, if you had five sales last year and none of them backed out, congrats right? That's awesome. Good for you. But don't toot yourself on, you know, don't toot your own horn. You're just not doing enough business. When you break, when you have enough, you know, you know, business, you're going to break some eggs. Okay. All right. Almost to the finish line. So with 50 listings signed, I need 100 listing appointments. If I'm at a 50% success ratio, on my listing game. Some of you that are doing all sphere, you might be 80%. Use that number. You might be 90%. You're just, you're just efficient and lethal. And when you go on a listing appointment, you nail it. 
If you're new to the business or you're doing a high volume of expireds for sell by owners, just solds, investment or investors, uh, the NED list, notice of elective demand, uh, all of these things where you're in a highly competitive situation or you're brand new, it's probably closer to 50%. So how many appointments, what's your listing percentage and use that number? If it's not 50%, you don't have to use 50%, right? But you got to make sure you know that if you're doing enough business, you're not going to get everyone. And it's not because of you not getting it. It's a lot of times because you turned it down because they were bat shoot crazy and you, they, you weren't going to list it at that price. Right? And then you call up the, the realtor friend that you don't like and tell him to, to give him the referral and let him go deal with it and make your 25% in, in, in three years if it never sells or when it doesn't sell. All right? So with blank amount of buyers signed, I need 156 buyer appointments. Whoo, Nelly, 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 that is the worst, right? 39 buyers signed, I gotta do 156 buyer appointments? What do you mean, Brendan? What are you talking about? Well, let's quantify a buyer appointment. A buyer appointment is every time you go into a vehicle and show buyers a property or you had a consultation with them. And we know the national average is four. Some of you, your average is 22. And that's okay. That's what we hopefully we're gonna work on. But I know people out there right now that have, that have been out with a buyer 55 times because you keep getting smoked on offers. Okay? So average of four. Every time you take them out and show them a property, not every property, but if you went out and showed three that day, that's one appointment. If you had the buyer consultation, that's one appointment. If you had to go back and show them a, a second time before they wrote the offer, that's a third appointment. Do you see why buyers are so inefficient? When I go on a listing appointment, I go one time ever to that property. So hopefully that's the wake-up call why you have to have a listing-based business four times as, as much pain per, per person on average, okay? So total appointments needed per year, I'm gonna take my total listing appointments, total buyer appointments, and for me to make 500K at really, you know, basic average, you know, listing percentage conversion and buyer percentage conversion, I need to go on 256 appointments for that entire year, okay? So I'm going to stop here because a lot of you I know didn't do this exercise and now I'm going to make you uncomfortable by calling on you. So congrats, right? So let's go with Grant. How many appointments do you need to go on Grant in 2021 to hit your number? 158. My man, give him a hand. 158. Either he's good at lying or he actually did the equation. One of the two. Either way, I'm impressed. Excellent job. All right. So he's got that. Does anybody not have your number and can we help you through it? All right, Christine. Yeah. Come off there. How can we help I have, you? I have every one of them except for the appointments. I got, I added in my extra amounts. I doubled it. I did all of that. And then I got lost. <laughs> no problem. So how many listing appointments do you need to go on? Uh, or, listings, I apologize. How many listings do you need to have signed? 
Uh, signed is 55. Okay, multiply that times two. 110. 110. And then how many buyers do you need to have signed? 41. Okay, multiply that times four. That's right. Add the two together, and that's your beautiful number. Everybody else awesome? Dope. Let's move on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for asking. All right. So at 50 contacts per appointment, I need how many conversations about real estate to hit my number? Now, why 50? I've studied this for over 20 years. Every agent in my organization tracks their numbers. I track my numbers. Now, 50 contacts means 50 conversations about someone buying or selling a home. So not you calling your database and talking to them about the weather. This is a conversation where you're calling somebody and saying, great, John, how's the family doing? Good, good. How are you doing with COVID? Awesome. Hey, John, I have a couple of buyers right now that are really, really having a hard time finding something in Highlands Ranch. Um, do you know of anybody that might be looking to sell in Highlands Ranch? Because I really got to, I got to get these people something. No, no, Brendan, I don't know of anybody. All right. And, and John, just real quick, since I got you on the phone, it's been a while since we chatted. Um, if you were to move, where would you go next? Well, you know, we, we probably move in two years here when the Johnny graduates high school and uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to head to a, a smaller property and, you know, downsize. That's exciting. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So two years, that's awesome. And so uh, again, uh, have you had a current analysis on the home? Do you have any idea what it would be worth right now? Well, why would that matter? Well, it's nice to have a baseline, John, because I, what I like to do is come over, meet with you now, talk about any projects that we want to complete over the next two years to maximize your total return when the time comes. I'll actually be in your neighborhood this weekend anyway. Does Saturday at one o'clock work or is Sunday at two better for you? That's a conversation about real estate. Okay. So are we having those conversations? For some of you, it might be every 10 conversations you set an appointment. Because again, you have a highly leveraged, leveraged sphere. You have 500 METs, 4,000 habit METs. If you don't know what that is, watch our YouTube channel or join us for our next course. Right? You have 500 METs, 4,000 habit METs. But let's just take this example and say you don't. You would need 12,800 conversations about buying or selling real estate. Some of you just fell out of your chair. Some of you got a little throw up taste in your mouth. You're like, oh, right? You're like, that does not taste good. Okay. Oh, shameless plug. Speaking of taking listings, check out our listing or complete listing system that will teach you how to do this at the highest level. If you do it today, you're getting a 50% off of that package, saving you over $150. It's fantastic. It'll give you everything you need. All right. So now hey, Brendan, that we, yes, ma'am. Sorry, before we move on, can you just clarify how many weeks on average do you plan on working in a given calendar year? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. So it on general, a top producer schedule is 46 weeks. Every number is based on 46 weeks. Four weeks for educational conferences and seminars, and two weeks for vacation. Okay. Great question. So now we're going to figure out what I call our five commitments. And this is the game changer that'll get you laser focused. So on your handout, you have this. And what I recommend is that you laminate this document. This is the bottom half of it. And this is the most powerful document in all of real estate. Okay. This will get you what you want. I guarantee it. So on that, 
you're going to have your big why, your one year, and what you really want to remind you every day why you're doing these things. On the bottom, you're going to have your goal line. So now that we know our numbers, we can figure out all of this. So in, in our situation here, when we look at this, you're going to have your goals on the bottom and then your actuals. This sheet is for the month. So we just figured out your entire year. Now we need to know what do I need to accomplish every month to make sure I get the year knocked out. All right. So when we look at it, how do you figure out your monthly volume? Your monthly volume is, in this instance, 2792000 for, again, you to net 500000 How did we figure that out? The total closed deals that you need to do in that year times your average sales price times 12, or excuse me, divided by 12 months. People are like, Brendan, you had, you lost me at hello, right? So just think about this. If you're going to sell 24 homes in one calendar year, take that 24 number, multiply it times your average sales price. In this instance, 500,000. That'll give you this big number. Then divide that number by 12. That's how much volume of real estate you need to sell every month to hit your goal. then I need X amount of closings per month to make sure that I hit that. So take total number of closings divided by 12. If it was 24, that would be two a month. Okay, in this instance, you need six to net 500,000. All right, I need how many signed deals per month. So take your total signed divided by 12, you have your number. I need appointments held per month. So here's how we define that appointment held. Again, listing appointment or buyer appointment that I'm, when I mean held is we're actually out with the client and I, they, they didn't stand me up. I didn't set the appointment. They didn't show. I knocked on their door and they didn't answer the door. Just happened to me on listing appointments. It's just embarrassing and I can hear them in there. They won't even answer the door. Ah, uh, expired. So fun. Um, all right. So I need how many appointments held per month? In this instance, you would need 21. And then your last number, how many conversations do I have to have on a monthly basis about buying or selling real estate to hit my goal? Oh, 1,066, that's a big number, right? But if I divide that number by four, how many a week would I have to hit? About 250, right? That's a lot of conversations about real estate. But we're talking about if you're at a 50 to 1 ratio, number one, and we're talking about not only being at a 50 to 1 ratio, 50 contacts per every one appointment, we're also looking at netting a five, half a million dollars in real estate, okay? Or in gross commission income, excuse me. So if you're scared by that number, here's the way that we, we break through on this. Track your numbers for one quarter and find out what your true number is for how many conversations about real estate you've had versus deals you've closed. Your number is more than likely less, but we will never know unless we find it out or unless we track it and find out. Find it out. It's great. Okay. But Brendan, tracking sounds like work and work sounds like a job. And that's not why I got into real estate. Yes, I'm sorry to burst that bubble. That's the hardest part of all of this. That's what separates people from getting to where they want to go. 
Again, if I wanted to lose weight, uh, we were just talking about this. Uh, me and Anna were talking about it. So, so remember Weight Watchers, and I think Weight Watchers is still around. It's probably called something like Cooler now. It's like W2 or something. I don't know. But Weight Watchers, if you wanted to lose weight, Weight Watchers would have you come in and you would go on a scale every week or every month, and they would then track your calories and your caloric intake. And by giving you their little disgusting frozen dinners that were that would reduce your amount of calorie intake, you would lose weight. And Anna, what was the coolest thing that they that you were telling me about this? What do they also do? Yeah. So when you are a part of Weight Watchers, once you achieve your goal and maintain your goal, you're a member for free for life as long as you maintain your goal. So there's that incentive of once you reach the top of your mountain, you can stay there for free. So cool. Think about that in your business, right? How cool that would be if you had an accountability partner and you said, here's the number I want to be at. I want you to hold me accountable, right? And if you do, if, if you hold me accountable, um, if I don't do this, I'm going to pay you 500 bucks a month for every month I don't hit my numbers. Would you be pretty accountable to that person? Absolutely you would, Right? You got to have skin in the game and play at a high level if you want high income. When I was coached by Mike Ferry and Mike Ferry himself, I had $20,000 a month. Any number that I did, any month that I didn't hit my number, I had to cash, they cashed a check that they held for me for $20,000. It happened once to me and it never happened again. And it was the best 20 grand I ever spent. But I was playing at a different level, Right. Who do you want to be in 2021? Cool. All right. So we've got all of our bottom now is complete. Beautifully complete, right? Go to Home Depot, not Home Depot, Office Max and laminate this thing. If you don't have a lamination machine at your office, we have one at ours, but you know, go and laminate it and write that in. Okay. Then up here, every month on that next row, you're going to write in your volume and you're going to change it. You're going to non-COVID, but you're going to lick your finger, rub out the other number that you wrote in there, and you're going to put your new number in. And then every month it resets. So every week you're filling this in. So if this week I only had three signed and I know that my goal needs to be at X amount for me to hit my goal, then I got to don't get to go to Vail this weekend and have a good time. It's back to the office because I'm short of my contacts because I'm committed to my 10-year vision. And I'm letting myself down, my family down. You really want high accountability, right? Mail me a letter. And I do this for a lot of our, our agents on our team. Write a letter or draft a letter. And I want it to basically state this. Uh, you send it to me and I'm going to give this to your significant other, your mother, your father, somebody that would really, you know, you would feel bad about letting down. And you're going to write a letter that says, um, you're receiving this letter because I failed to do what I said I was going to do. So I've not only let you down, but myself and I'm embarrassed and I'm shamed. And then when, when you don't hit your goal, I send it to that person. This is what people with high accountability do to make sure that they get these things done. You're either going to be incentivized by fear or pleasure. Okay. For some of us, we don't care enough about the pleasure. All right. So 
Now that we have that all sorted out, okay, we have to be very crystal clear on where sellers find their agent because we're again, we're going to have a listing based business and we need to be very clear on these numbers. So where do sellers find their agent? Well, you can see from, from this chart right here, 28% uh, from referral of neighbor, 23% from past experience with their agent or broker, 13% from the community, and then it kind of dwindles from there. So the reason why this is so important is we need to make sure that we have a marketing plan and a plan for 2021 that hits all of these areas, or at least the majority of them, okay? So we've got to be very clear on where the sellers come from to find their agent to make sure that that plan is crystal clear. Now, here's where buyers find their agent. So when we look at these two graphs, there's a big thing that jumps out here. 27% referral from friend, relative, or neighbor, and 16% from real estate website is the second largest. The reason why that is, and think about how scary this is, is because on the listing side, there's no, there's no commitment. It's very hard to continue to market to a buyer. But if I'm a great agent and I follow our 33 touch plan, which is 12 direct mail, 12 uh, digital uh, contact or digital market reports every month, four phone calls a year and five personal touches, birthday, veterans, kids, home anniversary, five custom touches, then you can see 23% of them past experience with agent or broker is going to be how they're going to continue to work with them instead of a buyer that's going to look at an internet website like Zillow to find their agent. So does it also cost less to be a listing-based agent? Absolutely it does, because the acquisition of the client and the retention, meaning keeping the client, is so much easier over time. Cool? Any questions on this? Usually I have a couple of questions on this. You know what, Brendan, I'm going to kick off the questions. I'm actually really surprised at the direct mail percentage. So many of us are spending time building out this direct mail and for 2%, you know, my mind goes to, why am I doing this? Am I, am I, should I adjust my approach based on these graphs? That's beautifully said. So should we do direct mail? Remember, direct mail builds that validity of that past client experience. That's not taking into consideration new business, right? So that 2% coming from direct mail, what you're direct mailing is to keep you top of mind in your client's mind. So you dominate that 28% that was used the previous agent that I worked with, or it was a referral agent, okay? The 2% direct mail that they're referring to there is if I'm just blanketing a random neighborhood with just sold, just listed cards or whatever, every once in a while inconsistently. Or I'm taking the half page in Homes and Garden Magazine, or I'm doing all of these things. And that's not bad. 2% of the business will come from it because what you're trying to do is direct mail should be passive marketing followed up by aggressive contact. If I just do direct mail, so one of the great agents in my organization, he just um, you know paid seven hundred dollars a month to be featured in the local neighborhoods, a local neighborhood magazine. He's got the entire insert cover page of it. 
700 doors, it's a dollar a piece. So 700 bucks a month for him to have that inside cover of XYZ magazine. Okay. If he just did that over the next 12 months, he could expect probably 2% of his business would come from somebody just raising their hand and randomly calling him. That's not sexy. That's not great. Over time, it'll build up as he starts having more listings. His signs are up in the neighborhood. He's been involved in the community, involved in all this. Where that number goes up exponentially is when you take that number, do the research, get the phone numbers for as many of those homes using Mojo, Vulcan 7, Red X to source these phone numbers. You can do it for free using truepeoplesearch.com. And now he's adding a calling campaign on top of that. Every, every um, quarter he goes by and door knocks and drops off maybe a pop by or some other piece to kind of introduce himself. Direct marketing alone is not going to get you there unless you have a kajillion dollars and you're, you're doing so much of it that you can make a really strong income off of 2% return. Does that answer it, Anna? Sweet. All right. So is that, is that, does that make sense? So now we know where they come from. Okay. Now, and, and we'll share these slides on our Facebook page after this. If you guys, if you, or you don't know how to take a screenshot, whatever you want to do, that's completely, uh, we'll get, make sure you get them. So now here is the million dollar plan. Here's what I guarantee. And I've studied this time and time again, all of our coaching clients, everyone that we work with, this is what will get you what you want. Okay. And it comes down to simple things, Mets and haven't Mets. So when we say your KPIs, what's a KPI? Please, Tom. Key performance indicator. Nailed it. Boom. Celebrity Square Gold Star for Tom. Key performance indicator. What that means is that's the lead measure that you need to accomplish on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to achieve your goal. So a KPI is not closed sales. A KPI is not appointments. A KPI is not agreement signed because you have no control over those. What you can control are conversations about real estate, how much lead gen time you spend on the phone, how many people you put into your database and put on a 33 touch system or 50 touch system, 60 touch system, but never any lower or minimum of 33. That's your KPI, all right? So now to accomplish your goal, we know at an average sales price of $500,000 to net a million dollars in residential real estate, net, I mean, after all expenses, all costs, taxes, all of that, that you're going to make or that you need 500 METs and 4,000 haven't METs, okay? So if my goal was to make 100,000, I can reduce that number and down here on my beautiful laminated sheet, I'm going to have whatever my goal is for 2021. Maybe my goal is to start with 100 and to have 500 haven't mets. And I'm going to give you the exact definition of what a met and a haven't met is here. So you're super crystal clear on it. Cool. But figure out, you don't have to take down all 500 right now, or if that motivates you to know that you're that close to it. And this example, 47 and 200, you know, is the starting point for our sample here. Think about it. If you started today and you're at zero, in five years, if you added 100 Mets, 
two a week, you're a net millionaire. So I was saying before, you can be anyone and have anything in five years if you have a plan. It's that simple. Okay. So let's look at the math on that. So to make 100K, I need 40 and 400. 250, I need 125 and 1,000. And so on and so forth. Right? It's fantastic. Now, what do we quantify a net as? A net is somebody that would buy or sell real estate with me. I truly believe this. In my heart of hearts, they would buy or sell real estate with me or refer real estate business to me that I have on a minimum 33 touch program in my database, in my command, in my boomtown, my, my top producer, my real geeks, in my 33 touch system, 12 direct mailers, 12 market reports, four phone calls a year, one phone call every 90 days, and five personal touches. So they know they're not just a number in your, because you, we know you guys all love sending out your boomerang postcard for $5 off a taco at Chili's, right? Does that make me feel special when I get that stupid boomerang, boomerang postcard? No. So what are the five special touches to have that? Okay. That's how we define a 33 touch. So on this sheet here, your amazing sheet, you don't even earn the right to ever put a number in there until you have them on that 33 minimum touch or more. I see people do this wrong all the time. They're like, oh, I got 260 people in my database doing nothing. Okay. Doing nothing. I've got 420 people on my Excel spreadsheet. That is not the point. This is an action. This is, has to be continually churned. We have to nurture, 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 nurture to get the results. Any questions on what a MET is from anyone? Okay. So now let's play a little game of Celebrity Squares. All right. So Owen, my good sir, how many METs do you currently have? I'm going to go with zero because I just don't have the system really set up. Beautiful. Give him a hand for being honest, right? That's very honest. Okay. I love that. Um, let's go with, uh, who do we got here on here? Uh, Grant. Let's go. Grant, how many, how many Mets do you have? I have 29 Mets. I love it. He's got 29. So he's 29 closer to being a net millionaire in residential real estate. Okay. So figure out that number and hold yourself accountable to it. Think about how easy that is to just understand that. Okay. This will change your whole way of thinking about it. And if you're like, and so you're gonna have that little devil on your shoulder being like, Brendan, why should I believe you that that's a real number? I can tell you from all the agents, masterminds across the country have been doing this forever. I track this for all my one-on-one -on -one elite coaching clients and it works out almost to the penny every single time. Every single time. Okay. I have one client that, that she has 8,000 haven't mets. She had zero mets. 
How much do you think she was making every year on average? $500,000. 8,000 Mets a month. She was making 500 grand. But she wasn't taking care of them after they raised their hand. They would raise their hand. She would go over, turn, and burn them. So imagine if she had 8,000 haven't Mets and 500 Mets. Just blows up, right? And that's where we drop, we, we drop the ball sometimes. We're really good at one thing, but not the other. We're like, I love marketing. My marketing's the cutest, but I hate picking up the phone to make those four phone calls a year. That's the hard part, okay? And that's what we're going to work on. And you got to have reasons to call, and we, we teach all of that and what you're going to talk about so you don't sound like a douchebag. You know, all of these things we teach, okay? All right, so let's define a haven't met. So a haven't met is a target, meaning someone that you're targeting once a month to market to every single month in a focused group 12 times a year. That's a haven't met. So this could be a mailer to your neighborhood. This could be expireds for sale by owners. This could be um, a charity you're involved in, marketing to the same people in the charity 12 times a year, making it a win-win. This could be a number of different things, but it has to be a targeted group with a targeted message. Once a month, 12 times a year. Okay. Then when they raise their hand, you're going to put them into your 33 touch client for life system. Mm, love them, love them, love them, nurture them, nurture them, nurture them. And then bloop, money babies pop out. Money babies start shooting out everywhere because you made love to that nurturing campaign. And now you get to receive all the money babies. And all we really want is money babies in this business. Okay. But you have to make love to your business to get the babies. You just have to. All right. Thank you. All right. So Anna always shakes her head at me. She doesn't like the money babies. I think it's hilarious. I don't know what, I mean, if you don't think money babies is funny, I don't know what we're talking about. That's hilarious. All right. So your lead generation system, where do I go? To, what do I do to get all this dialed in? And what am I looking at for Mets and Habit Mets? Well, we break it down very simple into our four planets of success. So this sheet is a powerhouse for you to really understand where you're at and having a well-balanced system. That's why it's in the middle for success. And what we're looking at here is if we go kind of starting up in the right-hand corner of, of your screen there in prospecting, right? Prospecting means lead generation. Anything that you're spending your physical effort on time or time to do to produce business. So this would be cold calls, door knocking, open houses, uh, sharpening your skills on role play, making sure that you're, it doesn't take you 50 conversations to get one appointment. It takes you 10 or three. Okay. So if you had to scale and, and rate yourself on a scale of zero to a hundred percent on how strong your lead generation system is right now, meaning you do it at the same time every day. You know how many people you need to call and where to call them. You know all of these things. In that upper right-hand uh, blank uh, 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 line, what would you give yourself out of zero to 100 in scaling your own report card and saying, I'm about 22%, I'm 95%, I'm 65%, 
I'm about 50-50. I do it sometimes and I never go to role play and I, I, I call my database on a regular basis. What's your score? Okay. Networking. Networking. So charity, alumni, chamber of commerce. And let me throw a thing on this with networking. And you're receiving business closed transactions from that category each and every year or each and every month. So what would you score yourself? This could be meetup groups, hiking groups. What is your networking game like right now? Are you on the board of directors for a charity? Are you the president of your golf club? Are you the, the, the team captain of your bowling league? And I know with COVID, but Brendan, what do we do during COVID? Figure it out. Everybody's doing all kinds of things. Book clubs, wine clubs, virtual this, virtual of that. There's something out there that you can do right now on a monthly consistent basis to network with your people that are like you, like-minded, you know, you know, political groups, all of this stuff. That's what we're talking about. So what would you score yourself right now? Where's your business? Internet, internet presence, social media, pay-per-click, your website. How much business are you producing from the internet right now? Does you, do you have a website that has forced registration that captures leads when it comes on there? Do you have stealth pages for listings? So what's your home worth? Um, fix and list, sell it in 60 days or I'll buy it. Cash, you know, we offer instant guaranteed cash offer. Do you have a YouTube channel, a Google business page? Are you on Facebook? Some of you are like, I don't like Facebook. It's tough. Well, I'm sorry, it's 2021 and that's where the business is. Are you doing a, a social media 26, a Facebook 26, where every month, 26 letters of the alphabet, you're taking those specific letters on your calendar and connecting with somebody on social media by either doing a like, a comment, or calling them, heaven forbid. Okay. And then lastly, direct mail. Do you have an automated system that's working at a very high level with an eight by eight, 33 touch postcard mailing system? Thank you notes. Are you doing two thank you notes every single day? Or are you doing 10 a week at your sip and send event where you're sipping wine with all your friends and other agents on Zoom and doing your sip and send event and making sure that you do all of this because it's more fun to do it with other people while you're drunk, okay? What are you doing to make sure that that is? So take all four of your scores now on zero to 100%, add all four of them up. So I should see calculators moving and then divide it by four. And that's your business score for your business right now. And you put that number right smack dab in the middle. And for 2021, all we're going to try and do is every week focus on improving one little thing in each one of these four systems that we can improve that will improve our entire system and hopefully go from a 62, a 32, a, a, some of us maybe a 12, a zero. And there's nothing wrong with that. I started at zero. I put a zero on there when I first started this process. Okay. There's no shame in where you start. It's where you finish. And I just want all of us to know that you can finish wherever you want to go if you just focus on it weekly. Okay? Any questions on this?
I have a question, Brandon. Please. Because I was putting a zero on a couple of these, and when I got to one of those, I put ARG. And my question is kind of like, how the hell am I doing any business? Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I hear you, right? And the answer is that you're doing, you have a score probably if you're doing business in each one of them. It's just that they're not systematic. So therefore, the roller coaster. My mailers sometimes are really good. I sometimes send out just sold cards. I sometimes do this. I lead gen sometimes when I run out of business and I'm not working with 12 buyers because I get free time. So I sometimes make some calls to my database. I sometimes go on the internet. Just kidding. Right? I sometimes you know, post something on Facebook. I sometimes connect with people. That's all we're trying to do is get rid of sometimes and just say, every week I do these four simple things. And when I do them, money, baby, money, baby, money, baby, money, baby, money, baby pops out. Okay. That's what we're doing. Yes, Christine. Quick question. Sorry. Um, I'm sure you have one, but out on your videos, do you have anything that goes through um, basically this again, slower, <laughs> where I can hit repeat, repeat, repeat? Oh, I love you so much. Just, <laughs> just setting me up here. So yeah, our video market your way to millions. Okay. Uh, Anna will put it out in the link here or afterwards, we'll send it to you. Market your way to millions breaks down our exact process. We have on there the mailers we use. We have on there everything, all of that. It's all sorted out for you. Uh, I think it's an hour and 22 minute course. Okay? Exactly what I needed. Thank you. Excellent. Um, thank you. And remember to hit the subscribe button and ring the bell. I already did. Oh, love you. Merry Christmas to me and Anna. Thank you. All right. So moving through this then, and that was a great question, right? That's the part where we get stuck. So let's focus on this real quick. We get stuck in analysis paralysis and going, how am I going to set this up? I've got 490 people in my database. Brendan, should I import them into a, a CRM? Should I do this? Should I do that? Here's the easiest thing. Just start over. Take your database and put them into a system one by one, every single one of them. Delete your whole database now if you don't have this operating. You're like, wait, what? Or don't delete it. Export it out so you don't lose the people. Then put them back in two people at a time, either every week, if you're, if you're going to be committed to two a day. And as you do this, what you're going to do is put them on the system as you put them in. So go into your CRM, put them on a market report. You can do this through your MLS if you don't have a, a CRM or a website that does this for you. Put them on a, on a once a month. So, and people are going, what do you mean, Brendan? Active pendings closed in their neighborhood sent directly to them with a cute little message once a month, every month for the rest of their life. That's all the market report is, guys. You can use MLS for free if you're paying for the MLS already. Well, I guess it's not for free. 35 bucks a month or whatever you're paying for your MLS. Or you can have a sexy company like Altos Research is what we use because it has graphs and charts and beautiful things and it's gorgeous and you know, all of these things. Okay, But don't let it hold you up then I'm going to tag them in my system and I'm going to go and make sure that I know that they're all set up for my mailer and I have their home address. A lot of us, we have data. We don't even have the home address for our clients. And yes, it sucks and it takes time to find it. Then I'm going to go and connect with them on every social platform I can immediately and comment, like, heart face, thumbs up, something that they said about their 
their, I was going to say stupid kids, just kidding, about their stupid dog, just joking, or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Heart, heart, heart. I'm just kidding. I love all your guys' dog photos. I live for it. That's actually all I think about every day is liking your dog photos. Um, okay. But I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to research and stalk them to find five special touches. Do I know if they're a veteran? Boom. Veterans Day card. Do I know if they're a father? Father's Day. Mother. Mother's Day. Do they belong to a charity that I can support once a year? Boom. Right? If I can't figure out anything about them, then in my CRM, I'm going to schedule five handwritten notes that are just going to say, just thinking about you, hope everything's going great during all this crazy COVID. No stupid business card, no cheesy blah, blah, blah. A handwritten note with that line just says, sincerely, Brendan. Or if you know them really well, your homie, Brendan. Okay. That's how we build relationships and relationships lead to money babies, money babies, right? That's what we got to do. And that's how we do it. We're just dating everybody in our database. If I don't write my wife handwritten notes, no money babies. It's over. And she's very clear about it, right? You've got to write the handwritten note. Ladies, am I wrong? Is it nice getting a handwritten note? I love getting a handwritten note. She'll hide it under like a little piece of like macaroni salad in the fridge. And I go to take out the macaroni salad. And there's a little note that says, I love you. Are you kidding me? Like, oh my gosh, how nice is that? And then I eat the macaroni and I feel great. It's, a, it's just a great time, right? But that's the same thing we're doing for our clients. So just, just think about that. I know we joke, but I'm, I really want you to fall in love with this idea, okay? All right, so we've got our score. Booyah. How do I do all of this, Brendan, and stay focused? Because there's so many things going on. That's why we created our weekly coaching focus sheet. It's a simple one-page sheet that makes sure that you accomplish all of these things and keep them visual on a weekly basis. So you'll notice Mets and Have It Mets. You always wanna have your running total number of what they are to remind you every day, okay? The number one thing you have to work on this week. And then what's the one little goal that you need to accomplish every week to progress your system? So let's say if I was doing this, and again, we do this in our elite group coaching program. Uh, if you want more information, Anna will post this in here. Um, I can tell you from doing it with all of our agents for years and years and years, it's extremely powerful because we're taking down the big elephant little bite by little bite by little bite. So if we were using our SMART acronym and we were filling this out today and I wanted to accomplish one prospecting goal between now and next week, what would I write in there? Perhaps it's 50 contacts. I will call 50. I'll have 50 conversations about real estate between now and next week. Perhaps it's I'll attend three role play sessions because I need to sharpen my skills so I don't have to make 50 contacts. Perhaps it's I'm going to do two open houses, but they're going to be seventh level open houses. Or one open house is for your legion. I'm going to knock X amount of doors, 14 doors between now. But whatever you put on this page, please always think about that SMART acronym. Don't put on there, I'm going to call some people. That is, not, that is not the goal. Make it specific. 
Networking. I'm going to research three charities that I want to be a, par a part of between now and next week. Then the next week, I'm going to call those three charities. Then the next week, I'm going to select the charity that I want to donate my time to. Then the next week, I'm going to do XYZ with this charity if that's what you're shorting to do. It just progresses until it's all gone. Well, it's never going to be all gone. It'll just keep getting better. And you'll look back on these sheets that you started three, four months ago and you go, wow, I was doing that four months ago. And you'll be amazed by how much progress you make. I always give this analogy. If I wanted to bench press 500 pounds, I wouldn't try to throw 500 pounds on the rack. I would bust my sternum and be like, Aah! I would start with 10 pounds. And I'd be like, man, I am jacked. I am yoked, son. And I would be feeling so good about myself. And then the next week I would add two and a half pounds, five pounds, another two and a half pounds. Okay. That's how we get stronger in our business is the best people. They're not the smartest. I have a GED and I'm, 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 I'm making a buckets of money by having a GED because I'm actually probably dumb enough to just do the simple things very easily. Okay. Don't overcomplicate it. Then at the bottom, the top part is what you need to get done. The bottom is to keep your mindset right. So what was your brightest achievement? What was your challenge? Something that you learned from reading, listening to a tape. We got to update that because I guess that's how long I've been using this is we still had tapes back then. Um, I just, I didn't even notice that. Um, listening to a podcast, listening to a book. At the moment, my greatest focus when working on my business is prospecting, lead gen, my database, my networking, whatever it might be. I'll focus on improving this immediately. My schedule, I'm going to start the same place every time, every day. Okay. So use that. Now, to make all of this happen, we have to have a cadence of success. Can someone explain to me what the word cadence means? James. Tempo and rhythm. Tempo and rhythm. Left, 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 right, oh, left, right, oh, left. That's cadence, right? That cadence was brainwashed into me in, into the military. Uh, and, and I, you know, I have that rhythm of that's why we march together. If we have that cadence and it's every time it's the same time we accomplish more, a rhythm of success. Am I doing the same thing daily, weekly, and monthly to improve my business? Daily, weekly, and monthly to improve my business, okay? So how do you do that? Well, that sounds great, Brendan, but I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, you know one thing for sure. You need X amount of Mets and haven't Mets to hit your goal. If your goal is 100 Mets, you have a sole focus of adding two a week, every week, period, end of story. If you screw up on anything else and you just get that one thing right, you'll make more money than anybody else, guaranteed. Okay? All right. So when we look at that, <laughs> and those that have joined me on these classes before, what we have to do to start off with our cadence of success is we have to get our mind right. Right. So I always do this example because I find it to be extremely powerful. So on your screen, you have a large white egg. Okay. What I want you to do 
is take a moment, close your eyes, do this now, stop looking at all the Amazon gifts, do all the other stuff, close your eyes and keep them closed. Now take a very deep breath. In your mind, I want you to visualize with your eyes closed, this white egg. Now open your eyes. Now, first of all, do you feel a little calmer? A little bit, I hope so, some of you. For some of you, did that make you more anxious because you couldn't see the stupid egg? Everyone saw the egg? I can't see the egg. It was it drove me nuts when I first started doing this. I couldn't see the egg. Did any of you, while you were doing it, going, I can't believe I'm doing this stupid act with while well, I've got all this other stuff. I thought this was a business planning clinic and now he's trying, there you go, Christine. Yep, right? That little voice in your head, that's clutter. That's anxiety, that's pressure, that's stress, that all of that is all what that happens inside your mind. And with, with all of the things that we just went through today, are you gonna need some focus to be able to accomplish those? So the art of meditation and the art of clearing our mind is so we can cut out all of this chaos and drama and get very clear on what we want. But just like our muscles, our brain is a muscle and we have to exercise it every day. And that simple exercise of focusing on that white egg with your eyes closed. And again, the the real exercise is how many seconds can you go without another thought coming into your mind, clouding it. And then how do you come back to the egg? And you're doing push-ups for your brain. We have so much data, everything being thrown out of us. We've got to get this right. Google it. The top perfect Oprah, Steve Jobs, all these, they all meditate because they need the mental strength to do this at a high level. So think about how you can add that into your program, right? When we talk about a cadence of success, how do we get that going? (laughs) I didn't know the egg wiggled. That's great. Um, Well, we start out with a powerful morning. You want to be a top producer? You have to own the morning. It's where everything changes. So our morning mastery routine for real estate is what we've developed to make sure that you have everything set up to have a powerful structured day instead of alarm goes off, you throw it across the room, a little kid kicks you in the knee, you're freaking out, you're running late, you lost your, you know, the keys aren't here. Oh my gosh. Morning mastery calms all this down so you can be clear on what you want. So we start with meditation every day, 10 minutes of meditation. Now I use the Calm app. I love it. I'm a huge fan of it. I know there's a ton of other apps out there. I need guided meditation. Uh, It really helps me stay focused and it helps me reduce my anxiety and it helps me sleep better. 
I wouldn't tell you this if I thought it didn't work. It works, period, end of story. Five minutes of affirmations. So now I'm going to tell my mind and what I want out of this day. And if you don't think five minutes sounds like a very long time, sit there in the quiet of your own home in your special meditation area and try to do five minutes of affirmations. All I do is I set the timer on my, my phone here and all, all I do, and it's you can see it's already here, right? Just hit the five minute thing. I hit start and then this little nice, I have a nice alarm that goes off. It's like when the five minutes is over, but I sit there for five minutes, hit the start button and I tell myself what I want the outcome of my life to be. I, have, I am the number one real estate coach in North America. I have the number one real estate team in Colorado. I am a great leader. I'm an amazing husband and friend. These are things that I have to tell myself for five minutes every single day to work on who I need to be. Because I used to make a lot of money a couple of years ago and I was a shitty person. I'll be the first to tell you. I just cared about get money, get rich and get out of my way. And it was great. You know, it wasn't great. It was, it felt great at the time, but it was very toxic. And I lost a lot of different things, relationships. I almost had a nervous breakdown. I woke up one day, thought I wanted to go teach English as a second language because I was so burned out. Right. I was like, I'm going to Prague. Because you'll have a meltdown if you don't get this right. Then we need scripts. Scripts and dialogues are going to help us in our real estate universe and make us more confident so we feel better about the things we're doing. We have our whole script book. Check it out if you like. If not, use your own scripts. Find scripts that, that sing to your heart. If you don't have those, write your own. But test them with somebody so you sound good. Then two thank you notes every single morning. So we start with gratitude, clients, agents, friends, family. Exercise. So at minimum, 20 minutes of exercise, because in this business, you're going to need to have some stamina to get this all the way to the finish line. And if your health is not there, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's not going to be worth it. Then reading. Now, when I say reading, this could be, you know, reading an actual book, listening to an audio uh, uh, book or something on, on, <laughs> on tape or a podcast, but not, you know, my favorite murder mystery, a podcast that's going to improve your life. Okay, self-development, investing, wealth building. In default, if you don't have anything, see Tony Robbins, he'll hook you up, right? And then what the biggest one that changed everything for me was a 10-minute YouTube video every single day about a question I had about my business. Everything's online to fix what you need. There's somebody wrote a book on it or did a video on it guaranteed it's out there because they already hit the same issue you have. Now, pro tip, pay $9 a month and have what's called YouTube Red. It, really, it removes every single advertisement from YouTube. It's heaven. Okay? It is heaven. Now, everybody does their different combination of this, right? Anna, uh, you know, talk about your experience with the Mastery Program. Yeah. So, I mean, really when I started out, it felt really overwhelming to try and achieve all aspects of the morning mastery routine. So I really went into a habit stacking routine where I started with meditation and until I felt really confident at that, then I added on the next layer and the next layer. And he's right. The other thing that every time we talk about in the morning mastery routine is 
finding a space that is my morning mastery routine space uh, because we would talk about it. And one day I would be out on the back porch. The next one I'd be on the couch. Next time I'd be in my home office. And it was creating just this little level of inconsistency that I didn't realize was causing an inconsistent morning routine. So really just kind of narrowing it into how do I make this simple, effective, and I earn my morning mastery one small victory at a time. It's meditations, then it's affirmations, then it's thank you notes. And if I ever fall off track, I go back and I say, I need to get one thing right before I can get all seven right. So that's been my experience and it's been very, very powerful. Yeah. And, and what you said there was really powerful in the fact of when we're looking at that, what the craziest part of this entire thing is, is that there's going to be days where you just, if you screw up, I just try to make sure there's never two days in a row, right? There's going to be that night when you get a little, and you don't, that alarm goes off and you were, you were, you know, you know, up a little late doing, you know, all those things, you know, and you don't make it. That's okay, but don't try to let it happen two days in a row. That's the only thing you can do. We're human. We're going to fall off the off the wagon. Just get back on it, right? Um, that doesn't make sense. Get back in it, I guess. I don't know if the wagon, you can't get on a wagon. Get in the wagon? I don't know. Um, so look at that. Then the only other thing is what she said in there is very important is the consistency of the same place and same time. I can't tell you how powerful that is. Right. And then lastly, as we start to, to structure this out is to make any of this happen, we have to go to bed at nine o'clock every night. Nothing good happens after 9 p.m. Nothing. I promise you this. I know I love to party more than anyone on here times 50. And I knew a lot of people on here know me. I party like a rock star. Okay. And then it makes the whole next morning and day excruciatingly painful because I'm just pounding five hour energies, um, I'm eating gum because it tastes like I, a cat crapped in my mouth. It's just a horrible thing. So I got to go to bed early because nothing good happens after nine o'clock. Okay. So, so figure, fix your morning, you'll fix your life. All right. And speaking of that, so January 6th, we're doing our morning mastery challenge where every day, if you show up, you get an entry on our private Facebook page. At the end of it, we're giving away, I believe, AirPod, AirPod Pros this, this time. So you'll get some sweet AirPods to get to give to you, you know, $250 AirPods or something like that. So join us in January because that's going to be the hardest one is coming back from the holiday, holiday. hangover. Yeah, yeah, holiday hangover. All right. So what should your schedule look like to be a millionaire real estate agent? Wait, what time on January 6th? Uh, from the hours of five to six every single day, if you post yourself doing one piece of the morning mastery process, then you get an entry for every single time. Uh, and we'll send out another link to explain all the details. But yeah, it's it's a blast. We had over 144 registrations last uh, last time and it, it was awesome. It keeps me accountable. It just makes you know that somebody else out there is getting up that early and going through the struggle of trying to, especially now it's midnight, you know, dark out you know, to make that walk, to go outside and run your dog, to do these things. It's powerful. So, all right. So now you need to have a schedule that backs up and that makes everything work. So working 220 days a year. And again, we said 46 weeks last time. Uh, in this schedule, it's 44. So we're going to allow for three weeks of vacation, three weeks of professional advancement and two weeks for holidays. 
Okay. The schedule will consist of the following from 7.30 to 7.45, review scripts, 7.30 to 10.45, lead gen. 7.45 to 10.45, lead gen. That doesn't mean you have to cold call. I know everybody, call your database, call your affiliated business partners, call people and have conversations with them about buying or selling real estate. 10.45 to 11, take a break. Check out your fantasy football league, take a walk, uh, walk, you know, do something, get some exercise, whatever it is. 11 to 12, this is the piece that everybody screws up. Put your people into the system and update your notes. Now, a pro tip on this part, do not update your database while you're making your calls. Keep a piece of scratch paper and write down everything so you can continue to get into what we call flow. You want to be in that lead generation flow where you're just, boom, oh, I just had this conversation going into the next conversation, into the next conversation, into the next conversation, into the next conversation. Then take a break. And then at 11 o'clock, I take all my notes. And then I do the part that sucks, which is putting them into a database and updating all my notes. Okay. Then 11 to, or excuse me, 12 to 1230, role play every single day of your life. So you can join us. We have live role play, 12 to 1230. It's amazing. Uh, you'll work on all these skills. Then 1230 uh, to 130, have a healthy lunch. And when I mean the word healthy, this is very important. You go to Olive Garden and do the unlimited fettuccine Alfredo. Are you going to come back wanting to work the rest of the day? Of course not. You're in nappy time mode, right? Or you're like me. You go to lunch and do six rounds of sake. It doesn't work out. You come back. I mean, actually, it does for me because I make great calls when I'm kind of tipsy, right? But it's very hard because then I get distracted and, you know, whatever. I want to go to happy hour. So you got to stay focused. Cool. And then 1.30 to 6 every single day, you're out on appointments. If you don't have appointments, continue to lead gen or work on your four planets. Continue to lead gen or work on your four planets, right? So here's your one thing that you're going to take a pledge to do in 2021 that'll change your entire life. So come off of mute. People are like, oh man, with this damn, come off of mute. It's all right. You paid for the ticket. I don't know what to tell you. You paid. You're here. Come off of mute. Yeah, I know you're still, it's not in the lower right. It's not up here in the lower left. All right. So repeat after me. I pledge. I pledge. I pledge. pledge. To never. 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 Schedule an appointment before 12 p.m. for the rest of my life. Schedule an I love it. You may now go back on mute. Thank you so much. So now you've made that pledge to yourself and to me. Where we get screwed up as agents is we cannot do anything if we schedule appointments in the morning. But Brendan, my buyers can only see a, a houses at 9 a.m. That is a lie. They can see it at another time, or you can pay someone to go show them that property at that time if that's their only time. You cannot have a consistent business if you do not master the hours of 7.45 to noon every single day. It's impossible, and that's why you go on this roller coaster of the universe. But Brendan, I have an inspection at 10 o'clock. First of all, if you're going to inspection, you're stupid. I'm just to be very honest with you. You have no business being at an inspection. What do you mean? I have to be there to, to, to hold my, hand, my buyer's hand. No, you don't. We'll teach you how to get around that. But Brendan, I have a closing at 10 o'clock. 
I, I sold over 130 homes a year myself personally for 10 years straight, never went to a single closing, not one time. But Brendan, how? Join us for coaching and we'll teach you, right? Okay, that's a different class, right? But we have to dominate and master our morning. Otherwise, there's no time to work on our business and lead gen, which causes the ebbs and flows of our business. So you've now pledged. This is going to be the hardest thing for you to think about. And this includes doctor's appointments, the dentist. I swear to God, until I got into real estate, I never knew real estate agents had so many doctor appointments. We must be the sickest or healthiest people on earth. Because every time I have a coaching call or something, it's like, Brennan, I have a doctor's appointment. Oh man, I can't make it. That's tough. Right? That means no pedicures, manicures, hairstylists. That means nothing. Zip. It all happens after the hours of 12 o'clock for the rest of your life. That one thing alone will increase your business by 33%. I promise you. Okay. All right. Did I scare you? I hope so. <laughs> All right. So now we need to have an implementation plan. Action changes things. Okay. So when we talk about implementation, we went through a lot of different things here. So on your piece of paper or on a piece of paper, if you don't have, um, uh, you can use the back of one of our, our slides or whatever it may be. What is one thing that you're going to implement immediately to improve your business? Okay, what's one thing that you're going to, to implement to improve your business after everything you learned today? And don't try to cop out and say, I'm not going to take appointments before noon because we just did that one. So that one's already taken. You're doing that one anyway. You already took the pledge, right? That is not the one, right? So what's that one thing after everything you understand now of your business for 2021, are you going to implement immediately? Uh, Ryan Emerson, would you be so kind to give me one thing? It's to commit to the rest of the schedule. Mm, mm. I love that. Well said, to commit to the rest of the schedule. Uh, Ginny, Ginny, what are you going to do? What's one thing after learning all this that you're going to do? Start my day at 5 a.m. Start your day at 5 a.m. That, that in itself, it's no joke. <laughs> it is no joke. And some other pro tips on the early morning, because I really, I have fallen in love with this process. I used to be literally, I'd be up at one o'clock playing uh, uh, Call of Duty with all my homies in Vietnam. And now, you know, I can't do that. And that sucks, but I miss that a lot. But um, that was the hardest part is don't worry about 5 a.m. It's the cutoff the night before. That's the whole secret sauce. And then some people go, I can't go to bed at nine o'clock. You will that first day after starting at five, doing exercise and all that, you will fall asleep in your chair at 845, like a 90 year old man. That's every night, you know, my wife's like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm just drooling in this chair. I'm like, right. It's a wrap. And I feel good about it. Cause I gave it everything I had that day. Okay. Everything I had. Cool. All right. Awesome. So let's go with, um, who haven't we picked on yet? Blaine, my good friend, you sharp looking gentleman. Blaine, what, what, what are you going to do? I'm going to set up a touch program and start entering all my contacts, making sure they're fully processed in there. I love that word, fully processed. Well said. Yeah, just following that 33 touch or more program and getting every single person into that system, right? That's extremely powerful. 
All right, so, so excellent. So make sure you have that written down. So now, does everybody have their swag, their seriously wild, audacious goal for 10 years? You got it? Good. Do you have if everything was awesome in three years? Boom, nailed it. Do you know what your big why is for 2021? Boom, got it. Do you know exactly what you have to do and how to do it every single day and every single week? Maybe not. <laughs> no, just We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Now, the last thing here that I want to go over with you is what's called a visual scoreboard. Okay. And the visual scoreboard is so powerful. And because we, we, we really want to make sure that you know, this is a visual scoreboard, but this is, this is kind of a tracking and analysis scoreboard. What I want to do is I want you to have fun. And when we look at having fun, we've got to make sure, oh, let me grab this, right? That we can create a visual that is going to keep us on track to accomplish what we want. So I am going to show you with my sweet drawing skills here, exactly what we mean. So now you can do this on your own. So if I was creating a visual scoreboard and on your piece of paper there, we've got a couple of options. Number one, we can draw four mountains. Whoops, there we go. That's my mountain range, okay? Mountain number one is first quarter. Mountain number two is second quarter. Mountain number three is third quarter. And this is the very top of Everest at the end of 2021, my fourth quarter, okay? Hopefully you're a better artist than me, right? So I would create this on a whiteboard. I love a nice whiteboard, even if it's the smaller one, it's a really fun exercise to do. You can do this on a piece of paper, construction paper, whatever you need to do. This is one example and I'll give you a few other. Now, did we identify your KPIs today? Yes, I hope so. Uh, KPIs could be amount of people put into the system, mets and haven't mets, contacts, but let's just say in the first quarter, right? In the, the next 90 days, that my, my uh, KPI is to have 30, well, let's make it even easier. Let's do one a week. I, I wanna start out slow, again, five pounds before I try to bench press 500. I'm gonna make sure I have 12 people, one a week, processed on my 33 touch system, okay? So on my map, I'm gonna draw my little path to my mountain, my first, my first summit, and I'm gonna draw my path, and I'm gonna number it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, right? And sorry, I'm doing this with a mouse. It's much cooler when we do this live and in person, right? So now you've got a visual scoreboard that you're looking at and you're going, if I just do that, when I get there, and this is where we go, pleasure town, I get what reward? Well, that's a terrible P, pleasure town. What, what is my reward? This could be you go, to the, go away to the mountains for the weekend. You, what we, I love it on Parks and Rec, treat yourself. This could be a treat yourself day, right? You get to go to full spa day, manicure, pedicure. So there's gotta be a pleasure at the top of Pleasure Mountain for once you get there, cool? But you're gonna be focused on that singular KPI that is gonna help you get to where you wanna go. Then for the second quarter, right? You're gonna continue your journey up the mountain. And if it's just 12 again, that's great if that's it. Excellent. You're going to nail that. Same thing on the third. But by the end of that year, let's just say if it was simply 12, 
you added 48 Mets to your very specific, beautiful 33 touch program after climbing all four of these summits. And when you get to the, the, the pleasure, you know, you know, Everest, you go on a vacation for two weeks or a week because you're made, you did all the right things and you deserve it. But you just have these little visual and on your visual, all you're doing is we, in our office, it's really funny. We have a little, we took a little mountain man and, and uh, printed him out and he's a little hiker and he's hiking up this thing. We just move him up the little path every time we get to the number. Then we have two KPIs. One is Mets and Habit Mets. And then the second is how many people we put into the system, new leads, whatever it is, and nurture them 100% with our system. So, so we have that. So the other path we have is a little cougar sticker and the cougar's trying to make it to that mountain. And there's a different metrics for that cougar getting there. So all I'm trying to do is just make sure you're clear that you can have fun with this. But visual is powerful because every day you walk into your workspace, every day you walk into wherever it is that you're going to see this, it's a constant reminder when you're staring at it and you're going, I'm on track or I'm behind or I'm just not quite there. What do I have to do? Because that's the one thing I should be doing that's going to create all this success for me. Okay. Questions on the visual scoreboard besides how beautiful beautiful mine is. I had a quick question. So you said you had two metrics. You're tracking the Mets and having Mets and then new leads. Yeah. So what we call processing a lead 100% or nurturing a lead 100% with our system. So for my organization, we know for every 21 people we put into our CRM and put our system on it. And we do, you know, text campaigns, email campaigns. We have a very extensive system. For every 21, we close a transaction. So if I know that my goal is to close 300 transactions in 2021, then I know as my team, you know, you do this as an individual, but as my team, we have to have X amount of people put into our system and processed 100% for us to accomplish that goal. And I can tell you, it works out every time. We've literally run the stats because easy way is think about how many people you put into your CRM this year. Right. Just go back. If you if you are having a CRM, let's say you're using Command, Boomtown, Craig's uh, uh, Real Geeks or, you know, I know we have some people on here from Remax and other companies, whatever it is, your proprietary database system is. Look back and see how many people you put into the system and then how many closed deals did you have this year? And now you have a number for what that is. It's kind of interesting to look at. If you close 12 deals and put 100 people in, what's that number? Then you can kind of start gauging what do I need to do for the next 12 months? If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then this is the year that you start tracking things that you do. So next year, you can have a very sophisticated plan that's very, very detailed. All of us can accomplish anything we want with a plan and a very, very specific amount of effort on the right tasks. But I give this analogy all the time. So Stephen Covey, you know, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you have not read that book, listen to it or read it at least three times. It took me like 10 times before I actually got it, okay? But he gives this example of a glass jar, right? I'll just use my tea glass here, right? So he has a glass jar. And what we need to look at is making sure we put our rocks, our big pillars of what we need to accomplish, our KPIs, into the jar first and then fill the sand in around it. What a lot of us do is we allow the day to be filled with sand. And then after a while, we try to shove the rocks in. 
And when that happens, we're very ineffective. So you start with your rocks first. And if it was me and I look at my 21, 21 calendar, my four big rocks would be if everything was awesome in three years, right? I'm going to start with those rocks, put them in my vase, and then what other, make sure they're in there first and on my calendar that I'm accomplishing all my goals to hit those, and then allow the sand to pull in on everywhere else. Okay. So I just want to say thank you guys so much. It was an absolute honor and I appreciate you sharing two hours with me today. If there's anything that I can do, Anna can do to, to help you progress your business, um, we're always here for you, right? We're, we're always ready to help. Let us know what you need. Think about your plan and don't just leave today and go, great, I'm done. Check that off the list. Get visual. There's three sheets that'll help you here. Focus, right? On your numbers, know them. Then your, your visual scoreboard, right? And then your weekly focus sheet. Find an accountability partner or join our elite group coaching program. Again, we have, we have amazing sessions with so many great agents. Join our group and we'll force you to do it so you don't have any excuses. We'll be there every week to slap you in the back of the head and say, just do it. Right? I have a coach. I have a coach. He slaps me every week. What am I doing? I pay him $3,500 a month every single month to slap me in the back of the head. So think about what's that accountability going to look like for you. Let nothing stop you. Stay crystal clear on your vision. And for each of you, I wish you great success. Thanks for joining us.